Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts, and today I'm going to be joined by race driver Marty Pringle. We'll also hear from Aaron Betts from Murray County Speedway, Ron Bernhagen from the UMSS Sprint Car Series, and a little more about our local Napa stores right after a few words from our sponsors. The USAC Nationals return to Houston Speedway July 8th through the 10th. Fans leaving last year's race said best race of the year and one race you can't miss. Don't miss your chance to see the top USAC midget and 410 non-wing sprint car drivers in the country. Tickets, three-day packages, and camping on sale now at usacnationals.com. Follow at USAC Nationals on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates. See you at Brandon, South Dakota. To July 8th through the 10th for the 2022 USAC Nationals. Why drive out of town to get what you need for your truck? Hey, this is Rich at Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We're an authorized weather tech dealer. From laser measured floor mats to mud flaps to vent visors, we can keep your truck or car clean and dirt free inside and out. We have over 30 years of experience in the truck accessory business. I invite you to stop by and see what we can do for you. We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641 420 SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L A N D. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, call the professionals at Altenburg Construction at 888-435-2210 or see Altenburg Construction. For 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at Mizgin.com. Miskin Auto Parts, in God we trust. Toner's Lake Carding Facility offers dirt oval carding at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Carding, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakecarding.org for more details. Welcome back to the driver's segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure to be joined by driver Marty Pringle. And Marty, let's start off by talking about growing up around your dad, Jim Pringle, and his racing career. What do you remember about those days with your dad? Well, we lived in Webster City then. Biggest thing I remember is riding my bicycle through town, and there was race cars at gas stations. They were all over the place. And I remember going to Belmont with him when I was little, and so I guess I've been around him my whole life. 
You bring back a memory for me because now that you mention that, yeah, that's one of the things I remember as a kid when your mom and dad drove around. You knew where every race trailer was, where every race car was parked in the entire town or area, and you always looked for those guys, and those were usually the ones you ended up cheering for when you went to the track. Yeah, it. God, there's been a Pringle on the Hamilton County Speedway since 1948. Wow, that's a pretty cool piece of history. Yeah, between me and my brother and my dad, and I, gosh, I grew up in Hamilton County, so. Your dad also had a very successful career. What are some of the memories that you have of his victories? Well, I was pretty young, but. I do remember him going off corner two at Belmont in a 44 coupe. He's got a big scar on his arm where the radiator blew up and the hot water burned him. But, yeah, he won a lot of races. I mean, it's just kind of one of the things you thought that's the way it, the way it is, you know. But Was your mom there that night when he crashed? I don't think she was. She didn't go a whole lot, man. That's one of those things he might not have raced the next weekend if she was there. I think it was my brother that was, she was giving birth to my brother, and it was race night, and he told her a fib, told her he had to go to work, and he ended up winning the feature that night, and she read it in the paper the next day. But So that that's one of them stories where <laughs> he went racing. So Was he in the doghouse? You remember that? I'm sure he was. <laughs> Dad also raced against some super cool guys. Many of those guys your father raced against are now Hall of Famers. Yes, they are. Uh, that's what got me doing the reunion here every year was because those guys were my hero when I was a little kid, you know, and hadn't seen them in 40 years, so we started doing a reunion here, and it was pretty cool. I mean, them guys hadn't seen each other for years, and we've been doing it, I think, 13 or 14 years now. I think that's one of the coolest things about the Steve Yagi reunion in Rochester, Minnesota, or Hall of Fame night at Chateau Speedway in Lansing, is the first time those drivers get to see each other since they raced against each other 30, 40 years ago. The reaction on their face to bump into their old arch rival is pretty cool. Yeah, they started out hugging each other and crying, and at the end they wanted to fight each other, so... Pretty neat. When and where did you get to watch your very first figure eight race? Wow. Probably Rockwell City. I figure eighted for years and years and years. Well, it'll be 50 years this year since my first figure eight. In what frame of mind do you have to be to even think figure eight racing is a good idea? (laughs) I don't know. It was fun. I would take the money I want off figure eights and put it in my stock car. So. But, God, I run Rockwell City for years and years and years. My first memory of it would be Wide World of Sports on TV back in the late 60s, early 70s, and they're showing these figure eights, and I'm like, what the heck is this? How come they're not going in a circle? They're crisscrossing through the middle, and then the next thing you see somebody get T-boned, and it's like, are you crazy? Did you ever have any teeth knock loose or any crazy things like that? No, actually, I figure eight 25 years. Never had a problem, and then, God, I one year, I can't remember what it was. I rolled three different times. 
But, geez, I was, I won 14 track championships at Rockwell City and probably 120 features, you know, over the years. But it's just fun. I mean, it's, you don't get to relax. It's, a re, it's just a rush the whole race. So going back 50 years, what's the story behind your first figure eight race car? What type of car did you choose and why? And how did you do that very first night out? First car I figured eight it was a 63 Ford Galaxy with a 390 in it. I don't even think I finished a race. It took me four years before I finished a race because I finally figured out this is an endurance race. You got to be there at the end. And I was pretty wild in the first four years. I had a car every race. So it took me a while to figure it out. But it, it, you just got to be there at the end, you know. And that's a great lesson for a lot of the younger drivers out there. I see that as they grow. Maybe they'll take a little more risk as they're younger. If you bend up your front suspension or knock yourself out of the race, if you're there on the final lap, you got a shot at it. If you're not, you don't. Now the key to any racing to me is you cannot drive at the end of your hood. And figure eight taught me so much patience because I'd be looking clear down the other corner. I know what's happening before I get there, you know, and and a lot of these kids today, they just drive at the end of the hood, and something happens in front of them, bam, you know. It's a patience deal. You got There's so many races at Rockwell I did not win till the last lap because I just sat back and made my moves, and it all worked out good. But you got to have patience. Let the other ones weed themselves out, That's right? It. That's it. At the Rockwell City track, you went undefeated for three years. Those guys must have looked at you when you pulled in and go, great, Marty's here again. Uh, they weren't too, they didn't like me that well. That was a 69 Pontiac Catalina. They used to write party on Marty on their car. They would try to take you out, you know. But back then you could run mirrors, so that helped a whole bunch. But Yeah, I wasn't the favorite of them, I guess. But <laughs> the 69 Pontiac Catalina, did that have the 400 in it? Yeah, that's all I ever ran was 400s after I got going. But they had a lot of low-end torque, and they handled so nice. You also ran the winners-only figure-eight national championship at Cedar Rapids. I didn't even know there was such a thing, and especially enough crazy people to have a national championship. That thing never got off. ended up rained out. But the new figure-eight track out here at Fort Dodge, we started the Nationals up again last year. So we will be the same deal, winners only or track champions. We had a good turnout last year. We had 100 cars from all over the states. Are you coming back out of retirement? Is that a sign? <laughs> I don't know if I am or not. Over 100 figure-eight feature wins, 14 track championships in figure-eight. When did you decide or when did it dawn on you that maybe racing in a regular race division was a little safer or your car would last a little bit longer? Well, I drove semi for years, so it was hard for me to have time to work on anything. That's why figure eights were once a month or twice a month, so I had time to work on a car, and when I quit driving truck, that's when I started going in circles. You continued your dominance when you moved into the hobby stock division, you had a car back here in the woods that you told me had an astronomical amount of victories on that car. Talk a little bit about that. How's the old Malibu? I don't know how many, man, I, it was well over 50, but I don't know how many, but you know, I'd say it now probably, 
probably didn't meet the rule standards, but, <laughs> but that's the way it is, you know. What's really cool where you live here in Otho, Iowa, when we're down here, it just feels like God's country for racing. You're so close to Hamilton County Speedway in Webster City and the track up here at Fort Dodge. What are your memories about getting into that first racing division and going to the track regularly every weekend? Well, my brother raced, so I'd go to the track anyway, but I think I started, what, 93? At Webster City, and I think the first year I won three, four features the first year, but I was usually there with my brother. First car me and my brother raced in Hamilton County Speedway was a 58 Ford. I don't know if you remember a guy that called him the Flying Dutchman. Absolutely. We bought that car from him, both pretty green back then, and my brother spun out and he hit one of the light poles, and the big light come right down on the hood of the car. It wasn't real successful the first night, but... But we had a lot of fun. Now, was that a car you tag-teamed together as brothers, or did you each have your own car? No, he, he drove it then. Uh, our very first race car come from that movie Fever Heat. When they quit filming, we went down there and bought a 57 Chevy. Just beat to heck. I mean, it was bad. That was our first car, and my brother was 16, and I was 15. And we raced that car at the Dayton Speedway. And the first night they wouldn't let us in, we had to get a note from our folks. So we told my dad to sign this thing for school. Back to Dayton we went, and we raced one night, and then they wouldn't let us come back. But back then, you had to be 21 insurance and everything. So we only got to run that car one night, but it was fun. That's a funny story because you don't know how many drivers have mentioned over the years their first car. They didn't realize how big of a hunk of junk they had until they actually got into a good car, and they're like, this is actually how it's supposed to work. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty bad compared to today. During your career, you also did some flagging. Now, we've heard some great flagging stories over the years, and it also seems that the flagman always gets the heat or it's always your fault for putting me to the back or it's always your fault for black flagging me do you have any great stories about when you were flagging well figure eights i flagged a lot and the same guys i drove with all them years that (laughs) tried to kill me i black flagged one of them one night and i was flagging off my truck and he got so dang mad he just come at the truck wide open (laughs) hit the truck knocked me off the truck and yeah, I've had some fun flagging, but they finally realized that I'm going to throw a black flag. So it took figure eight from back then where it was just beating each other and spinning each other out, and I got them to race. You know, if I don't see a break in that corner, you're getting black flag. You, you know, you can start to rear and spin every car out and win, and, what, what, you know, what have you done? Nothing. So I think I got them racing pretty good there at the end. You also, during your racing career, got the idea to start saving and restoring old race cars. What were some of the best innovative inventions or parts that you found on some of those old race cars? Because many fans forget the old hook on the dash where they'd put the shifter in there so it wouldn't bounce out of gear. The other thing that I find really super cool is the old center steer cars. Explain some of that racer ingenuity that they used to do when they were building their own cars. Some of them are unbelievable clean. I've seen them on the left rear where they take a chain and chain the rear end of the body. 
some of the things you see, I wouldn't even have crawled in them. But yeah, the center hook thing, and man, they would heat the front axle, them old straight axle, to put stagger in it. So they would just heat the axle and let the car drop down. And unbelievable stuff. Car rims welded to the floor with seats on them. Chains for a seat belt and no lap belts, just one belt around your bottom, and that was it. Some of the things you see were just unbelievable. We get to see Rex Gar's old car because it still comes to some of the shows up in Minnesota, and that's pretty neat because it has the brake on the left side, the gas pedal way on the right side, the driver's straddling the transmission, and the steering wheel's been moved over to the center of the dash via motorcycle chains and sprockets. These guys were really thinking out of the box, and I'm sure some of the stuff worked great, and other stuff was a total disaster. I think it'd been neater racing back then because what you figured out at home in your garage, you had an edge for a while, you know. It's Nowadays, these kids come and they buy all their knowledge, and it's just not the same as it used to be, you know. It used to be you figured it out on your own, and now it's just go buy a car and go race, you know. Those creative minds like George Gillen, they're not around much anymore. No, they are not. I mean, there's very few people left that build their own race cars or do their own work, you know. it's To me, technology has went too far in racing. It's not good for the sport. Technology's killed it. We need to get back, reinvent the wheel, and get back to what racing's supposed to be, you know. I mean, a working man's pretty well out of it. It costs so much to race it. The work a man's done, you know. I, you know, you used to get 120 cars at Webster and run B mains, and now you're lucky if you get a full field. But we got to get back where common people can get back in it, and what the answer is, I don't know. But they need to do something. To me, the, the biggest thing, all classes, is, is a shock rule. I mean, you got guys spending $1,800 on a right front shock, you know. A guy that works 8 to 5 can't do it. So these sanctioning bodies need to step in and. A shock rule would be a great start. One of my favorite films when I was a kid was the Wendell Scott story. And you happened to find the original movie car and have that. Talk about how you physically tracked that down, found it, brought it here, restored it. That's a great story. That car, with me restoring all the old cars I restore, there's a place in Florida called Race Cars of Yesterday. I got hooked up with him, and he bought every movie car from that movie. And I bugged him for 20 years on that Wendell Scott car, and he never would sell it to me. And uh, unfortunately, he ended up with cancer, and he called me, and I ended up getting the car. And what I got from him, Richard Pryor would not drive that car in the movie. So Wendell actually drove it in the movie, and it's up in the Algona Museum right now, Kasuth County. That's a super cool piece of history. Your passion for racing and racing history brings many driver legends to your home for your summer race reunions. I've been here when guys like Ed Sanger, George Gillen, Gary Webb, Gary Shumsky, and more have showed up. And God, it's just a blast. I can't imagine having them to your house. What does it feel like when they're sitting out in your own shop talking racing history? The neatest thing about that reunion is just the stories they tell. It's just amazing. Uh, some of the stuff them guys pulled was <laughs> unbelievable. But, yeah, it, it's a good time. You were also a big inspiration to getting the old sports park racetrack 
back up and running again in Fort Dodge. Yeah, I worked for a construction company then, and Kid Hovey, he actually built the track, so I spent a lot of time building the sports park, so we didn't know how it would go, you know, opening another track, but still going today, so I guess it done all right. You did a really good job with that because I know when it opened up and you were helping there at the track, we attended the races, and what a cool place to have a race. There's not a bad seat in the house, Glenn. That place is unbelievable. I, I would like to see it get more cars, but but that goes back to the working man's gone, so car counts down everywhere, and there's more tracks and not enough cars, you know. When did the idea for the Hall of Fame and Museum come about? Uh, it's probably been four or five years ago. Uh, the more stuff I collected, I, got, I have a lot of stuff here, and I just think it needs to go somewhere where it's people can enjoy it for years to come so we're still working on a building now uh, hopefully everything will work out and it'll be there for years hopefully that's one of the things i think about almost every day too marty is i know so many people that have so many cool things either their old racing helmets or their old photo albums or some old race drivers memorabilia that they've hung on to that they don't know what to do with and unless you have a place to put that stuff where is it going to end up and that's my biggest fear and your list of the hall of fame inductees is incredible in fact we were just going over the nominees for next year the names that you've already inducted are incredible but even the names on the list to get inducted wow yeah, it's it's growing every year. We had over 100 entries this year, so it's going to be really tough picking them out. But, yeah, it's growing, and hopefully the museum will grow right along with it. And and you're right. I mean, Roger Dolan come over here two years ago and gave me every one of his championship helmets. That's huge. That's huge for a guy like that. And he just had a good time, you know. And there's just so much here, Clay, I can't even go into everything that's here. Here's a tough question. Favorite racing memory of all time? Wow. <laughs> that is a tough one. Man, I don't know. There's so many of them. There. Another one that I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite racing engine of all time? Well, it would naturally be a Chevrolet. Man. I had my best luck with 377 strokers, so probably what I'd have to go with. Favorite race driver of all time? Well, my dad would be my first choice. Uh, and then, yeah, man, that's a tough one, too. Wow, there's so, there's so many. It, it's hard to pick one out. I mean, there's so many greats in this state. It's unbelievable. Well, Marty, I got to tell you, what you've done for the state of Iowa, the stuff that you've preserved so it doesn't end up in a scrapyard or a landfill is really, really cool and you had an amazing racing career. You had an amazing figure eight career. And right now you're having an amazing time preserving racing memories for all of us. And it's been a blast getting to know you. I wish I would have known you 35 years ago and been hanging out on your pit crew because that would have been a blast. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you doing this interview. I mean, anything I can do for the museum and the Hall of Fame, get the word out. Everything helps, you know. If they'd like to find out more about the Iowa Hall of Fame and Museum, you can just go online and look that information up at your website or on Facebook, correct? Right. We got a website and Facebook both, so 
they just go to Iowa Hall of Fame Racing Museum. It brings everything up. So hopefully we get a building and we can get some donations and some grants and get this thing going, you know. I mean, Knoxville started with nothing, and to me this is huge because you're talking the whole state of Iowa. It just needs to be preserved, you know. And once you're there, I, I, you're right, things are going to come. It's just something that has to be, but we'll just keep plugging away and do what we can do for it. Marty, thanks for all you do, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Thank you, Glenn. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small-town service at a small-town price. 528-9900. That's 528 528- 9900. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. They service the entire Cows listing area. Their employees live in our community and sponsor area racers and softball teams. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today. 256 7766. That's 256 7766. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog Coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve Southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors. Whether you're at the work site or the trailhead, you need an ATV that goes above and beyond the expected. With the power and performance to work harder, technology to make every job easier, and a time-tested promise of quality and dependability. When duty calls, you need the 2022 Honda Four Tracks lineup. Available now at Trimble Cycle Center in Austin. Then you'll learn how life is better on a Honda ATV. For riders 16 years and older, Honda recommends that ATV riders take a training course and read the owner's manual thoroughly. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin. Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. Medieval Chassis has been the leader in better engineered stock cars and modifieds for almost two decades. They are now going to become the center of all things Modlight in the Midwest. Medieval Chassis will be the go-to shop for all parts in store, online, or by phone for this up-and-coming cost-conscious racing class. Summer 2022, Medieval Chassis will have their Modlight platform in action. Kicking off the new Endeavor Medieval Chassis and Cow's Big Deals will be auctioning off a 2023 Modlight Roller valued at $12,000 in October. Watch Facebook and see MedievalChassis.com for more details. Whether you're running for the checkered flag, blasting down the strip, or cruising in the boulevard, you want crisp idle response and reliable horsepower. Byers Engine Service offers a full machine shop that can completely machine or rebuild your tractor, race car, or streetcar engine and put some life under your hood. No gimmicks, just horsepower. See BuyersEngine.com or call 507-282-5586. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Aaron Betts from Murray County Speedway in Slayton, Minnesota. And Aaron, opening night is May 13th. you got to be excited to get the track open this year and get back to racing. Oh, yeah. It's been it's been a long winter with this cool spring. It seems like winter kind of drug on longer, but yeah, we're excited to get cars on the track and people in the stands. What can fans expect to see as far as classes on a regular night of racing at Murray County Speedway? 
Radio United Racing, we have IMCA Modified, IMCA Stock Car, Sport Mod, Hobby Stock, Sport Compact, and then our own uh, MCRA Bombers. Another class that's great to watch on Murray County Speedway, and I see on your schedule you have them multiple times this year, is the limited late models. The sound and the drivability of those cars just showcase on your track. Yeah, we had uh, we had them once last year. We had to fill in a night. We had dropped a class so they could run up north for a big special, and I got a hold of some of the limited late model drivers and asked if they were interested in coming, and we threw a special together, and 12 of them showed up, and they all had fun, and they want to come back. So we have them four nights this year. It's the last Friday of every month. Friday night, June 24th, it's dirt show night at Murray County Speedway, and what a lineup you have. We have the stock car special, you've got the limited late models, and you also have the hot rod touring series with the vintage cars along with your regular classes. It's an incredible night to be at Murray County Speedway. Yeah, that that night, we had it last year with the dirt show stock car special, and we had 19 stock cars show up and there was a big race up north so i, I mean we were thrilled with the car count that we had that i expect it to be even more this year and that's limited late models the hot rod touring series the vintage cars they come once a year and that's their night that they come every year and they are all they always put on a fun show it's neat to see the old cars go around the track aaron i have to let you know last year at dirt show night your son completely impressed me with his racing knowledge I had thought I came up with some Google-proof questions that people would have to know the answer or they would never find it on the Internet by sitting there on your phone, and your son knew every answer I had. I know he answered one of the big questions, and I was very impressed. Oh, yeah. Uh, he he is. He, I don't know. He's, he's my racing nut. He goes everywhere I go. Uh, he can... He can tell you whose hauler it is with no markings on it, enclosed trailer, big hauler, toter, you know, and he'll tell you who it is just by looking at that. It's it's amazing how much he knows about that. And he questions me about things, like uh, quizzes me, like I'm the flagman in Slayton there, and how come I did that or why didn't I do that? You know, I, he watches, he knows what's going on. July 15th, Hall of Fame night. That's always a great night to be at the track because you get a chance to honor these guys that have raced in the past. Yes, we always induct one or two drivers, workers, promoters every year, and it's nice ones that are still able to come that are already in the Hall of Fame. Most of them show up, so we get them all on the infield at intermission. It's it's fun to see the faces from the past and talk to them. Yeah, it's an exciting night. It's always fun. We have that the modified special, the, the Sweet Anderson, Gary Mickey Memorial, which those two guys were are in our Hall of Fame, and they were big supporters of our track. So it, it's always a great night. Friday night, August 19th. Not only do you have great racing at Murray County Speedway, you also have the Murray County Fair going on, and there's nothing like the excitement of a small-town county fair along with great racing in the stands. No, there's not. Um, our Murray County Fair is one of the last free fairs. They don't charge to come into the fair. They have a great fair, great food, 
uh, we stands get packed. We have a lot of cars. It's always an exciting night that night. Championship night is August 26th, and I see you also added the limited late models to that night, so you're going to send everybody home with some great racing. Yeah, we've had 305 sprints on that night. Still working, we might put in a 305 show somewhere in the season, but the limited late models, we've talked about just doing kind of a points night or a track points for their four races, So, and we thought it would be good to have them on, on our championship night as well. Aaron, if they'd like to find out more about Murray County Speedway in Slayton, Minnesota, what's the best way to do that? Go to Murray County Speedway on Facebook, or our uh, website is murraycountyspeedway.com. All the information is at both places. Got phone numbers, schedules. We have start putting up our October race stuff. The middle of the season's really pushing for that, so that'll be up on both places. So, yeah, that's where usually you can go. Aaron, thanks for being with us here on the Dirt Show, and can't wait to see you out at the racetrack. Uh, We look forward to it. Um, Everybody, support your local tracks. Go out and enjoy some great racing wherever you are, and look forward to seeing you. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Fast Shaft Drive Shafts is the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Now, under new ownership, the mission will not change. Providing drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9 inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more to racers everywhere. Call Fast Shaft today. Made by racers. Four racers. 800-622-6617. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest Corvette Sweepstakes fundraiser is definitely one to remember, as this year's vet will be a 2022 IMSA GTLM Championship Series C8R Corvette in hypersonic gray with the yellow accent racing stripes. Plus, the winner will not only receive this beautiful new limited edition Corvette, but also $25,000 in cash. That's right, this Corvette fundraiser will award the winner both the 2022 IMSA GTLM Championship Edition Corvette, plus also $25,000. To enter to win, visit CorvetteC8RContest.com for your chance at this limited edition bet and $25,000. And remember, every donation to CorvetteC8RContest.com helps support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's nonprofit efforts to promote the future of sprint car racing and preserve sprint car racing's past. That's at CorvetteC8RContest.com. VP Racing Fuels is a world leader in performance fuel technology. That includes VP Small Engine Fuel, the perfect fuel for your two- and four-cycle gas-powered tools, including chainsaws, generators, trimmers, blowers, and more. VP Small Engine Fuel is blended with no ethanol, ensuring easier starts, worry-free long-term storage with fewer repairs. And the two-cycle blend is pre-mixed with oil, so there's no measuring, no mixing, no mess. Just pour it in and start it up. Learn more about VP Small Engine Fuel at vp-sef.com. 
had an accident or fender bender, luckily Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are close by. The staff at Midwest Collision has years of collision repair experience under their belts. They also use state-of-the-art painting, paint matching, and repair technology to get your vehicle back on the road as soon as possible, like nothing ever happened. No job is too big or too small. Midwest Collision treats each repair with the same amount of dedication. Call the professionals today at 332-2434 for all your collision repair needs. You bend them, we mend them. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made, Justice Brothers JB80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good. And it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. See our display at Runnings. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show. And I am joined by Ron Bernhagen from the UMSS Sprint Car Series. And Ron, we spoke the other day. And when I mentioned the R word, you thought I was talking about rain. And we kind of chuckled. And I said, no, what I've seen over the winter, the R word, which means retirement. Uh, yeah, it, it's time, Clayne. I've been doing the business side of racing for the better part of 25 years, and I'm 65 years old, and there's a lot more I want to accomplish in my life. And this has been a wonderful, wonderful journey, you know, starting out with partial ownership of Cedar Lake Speedway and starting the UMSS in the fall of 2008 and having many trials and tribulations in between when I bought into Cedar Lake Speedway in 2001 up until now, and it's been a joyride. You know, for the most part, it's been a joyride, and we've accomplished a lot, but there's a whole lot more to accomplish. And so, yeah, I'm going to retire from the week-to-week, day-to-day operations of the UMSS, but I'm kind of kicking myself upstairs, so to speak, as the series spawned a brand called the Renegades Racing Brand, And we reach as far as Idaho now. It's all based on what we did with the UMSS. And I'm going to spend more time developing more series because we hope to make this the entryway into sprint car racing and also support those series. Spend more time doing that and spending some more time with family on weekend and doing some other things on the weekend that I'd like to do because... You know, Clayne, this is a this is a weekend sport, and we work when everybody else is playing. And uh, it's time for me to maybe sit in the stands a little more often and enjoy some some other things other than racing. So, yeah, <laughs> I thought you were talking about uh, when you said the R word, uh, the rain, because we've had so much rain and so much snow over the first what was supposed to be five weeks of the season, but it finally, finally looks like we're going to get some racing in this weekend. Ron, it's hard to believe that when we first met, there was no traditional non-wing sprint car racing in the entire area and hadn't been for many years. You know, that that's a very good statement there, Clayne. Nobody really knew what a non-wing sprint car was around here or a traditional sprint car. The world of outlaws would come through a couple times a year and the IRA guys out of Chicago would come through once or twice a year, and so most everybody knew what a wing sprint car was, but traditional or non-wing sprint cars were popular out west in California and, of course, in Indiana. And since then, the last 10 or 15 years, I should say, it's gotten more uh, popular, and we started the traditional non-wing sprint car program 
to be included with the UMSS in 2011 with the help of our buddy JP3 and Johnny Parsons. And, you know, I thought I'd give it a, a try because, you know, I had to at least try. And if I failed, at least I went down trying. But holy smokes, Clay, it has taken off and we've hit on something here with the spirit of our rules and our actual rules and the culture surrounding our situation here that appeals to a lot of people. You know, the as we like to say, the person with a job, a family, and a mortgage. And boy, I can't wait to see what the next five to 10 years bring because I think it's just going to be more growth. And uh, especially in times like this, when we are in a little bit of an economical uh, turmoil situation, that's when we shine the most and we've got a lot of new teams, I think, all over the brand for this year. And we just see more of that in the future. And again, just really looking forward to that and, and seeing what happens with it. But yeah, we started out with four cards and now we're well over 125. So it's been great. Fans that want to see non-wing sprint car racing, tonight is the opener at Cedar Lake Speedway. That is the home track of the UMSS. But you can also see these sprint cars at Eagle Valley Speedway, Ogilvy Raceway, Granite City Motor Park, Thunder Hill Speedway, Chateau Speedway, and the Jackson Motorplex. So if fans want to get to see sprint cars in their area, it is a great opportunity. It is. And, and like we talked about, there are six series altogether that make up the Renegades racing brand. And so if you live in the northern part of Minnesota or the southern part where Chateau is and some other tracks and also northern Iowa. We're in North Dakota. We still have a hole in western Minnesota that we're trying to fill, but it isn't just Minnesota where you can see these traditional sprint cars. They are all over the upper Midwest and we got a new website finally, Clayne, umsprints.com. And not only do we talk about the UMSS in that website, but we talk about the whole brand. It's a real simple website, but it's very informative. And if people want to catch some sprint car racing, go to that website and you can link on to all the other series that we have out there. I hate to talk about it already because we haven't even got out to the track yet, but September, the weather is always incredible in that month. And you have the Jerry Richards Memorial followed by three days of the legendary 100 at Cedar Lake Speedway. That is a tremendous way to end the season every single year. It is, and I, I think what we need to do is race into October from now on and try to just skip April, because when you and I were young, if you remember, and I'm sure you do, dirt racing didn't get started until just before Memorial Day or on Memorial Day, so maybe we should kind of go back to that. And, and race into October because October seems to be so beautiful around here now too. But yes, the Jerry Richard Memorial is a long-standing show that is an all sprint car show and it brings out a lot of sprint car fans. And that is one of our marquee events and we always look forward to it. And again, we have mixed emotions because it's the event in September that we all look forward to, but it's also uh, getting towards the end of the season. And then the next weekend, yeah, we have the legendary 100. Both of these events are at Cedar Lake Speedway in September, and it's three days of a lot of racing, a lot of racing, and we're blessed to be a part of that. Both our, We do have a wing program, and our traditional program are both included in that. So, yeah, we haven't turned a wheel, and before you know it, Clayne, it's going to be July, and then before you know it after that, it's going to be September. So it goes fast. 
Something else you offer that no one else does is the arrive and drive, which gives people the opportunity to jump in a sprint car and try it out and say, hey, this is something I might want to do. Buying or building a sprint car is not a cheap proposition. And so what we want to do is allow people to try a sprint car, come out and, 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 and buy a ride. You know, I think we're going to uh, $12.50 a lap this year, so it's going to be $125 for 10 laps. doesn't matter if you've never been in one or if it's been 10 years since you've been in one, or you just want to come out and just try it. We supply the cars. We supply all the safety equipment. We give you a little schooling on what to do and what not to do. And you can literally come out and, and, and have the drive of your lifetime, make your dream come true. Sit in a sprint car, push off, start it, and go around the track for up to 10 laps or more if you want. And so it is unique. Not a lot of people, or I haven't heard of anybody else that have done, has done this in the uh, industry. We have some great teams that allow us to do this. We couldn't do it without them. And it is a way for us to gather new teams for the next season or the season after that because I'll tell you what, Clay, once you get into one of these things and you, and you drive one, the, the smile that you have on your face afterwards and that, that lingering feeling that you have, it's hard not to resist uh, to get involved. So uh, it's a great marketing tool for us also. Ron, good luck throughout the 2022 season. Thank you for all you've done for racing in our area. You've been on the dirt show since day one, literally with me the whole time the show has been on the air, and I can't wait to see you out at the racetrack. Yeah, I just really appreciate all the opportunities you've given us, Clay, and thank you so much. Thanks for being with us. You bet. Working at my job, going all day long. Don't want to go and mow my lawn. Picking up the phone book and what do I see? I see wolf and sons can do it for me. Dandelions, I don't want to spray. Free estimates are coming your way. Don't hesitate and learn about more. Call 455-3524. And if you have some really big outside jobs, Wolf and Sons has the dump trucks, loaders, and graders you need to haul in driveway gravel, black dirt, and clear building sites. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawnmowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. You already know, Rhino Ag builds the most robust tractor accessories in the agriculture industry. Ever wondered what a Rhino would cost? Go to RhinoAg.com and click on the Build Your Rhino tab. Select the product and spec it out with any option we offer. As always, contact your local dealer for any finance specials or seasonal offers at RhinoAg.com. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts, and today I'm joined by Lowell Peterson, owner of the Redwood Falls Napa Auto Parts store, And Lowell, it's that time of year again when people are doing spring cleaning. You want to clean all that winter grime off your vehicles, your truck, your camper, your boat, and get them ready for the summer. And you've got some great deals on Armor All Wipes and 
Rain-X to keep that windshield clean. Yeah, we certainly do. It's uh, that time of year, you're right about that, and maybe uh, temperatures are coming up high enough finally that people think they got to get outside and clean up the pickup for the car or the boat, and uh, we do have the supplies for that. Race season is going to finally kick off in the area this weekend, and fans are going to be out heading to the racetracks, and you've got some great deals in the month of May on wiper blades and light bulbs. Yes, we do. If you uh, get out and notice, maybe you got a burned-out headlight or taillight. We uh, have quite a bit on sale there. And wiper blades in the uh, ExactFit line, I believe, are on sale, and probably uh, Rain-X as well. So, yeah, we do have some good deals. Farmers are going to finally hit the fields as the soil temperatures come up and the rain quits. And while they're in the local Napa stores, you've got some deals on gloves this month. And also, everybody needs a can of WD-40 in their tractor or truck. Yes, we do have a good deal on uh, WD-40. I noticed that uh, coming up here. And uh, there's a few other things that they might find. Along with that, uh, tools and equipment as well. They're going to filter supply truck. Well, we've got uh, quite a bit on hand for that, too. Lowell, I know you've been a Napa store owner for years, and I'm sure you can talk about this with knowledge the Napa store is really the hub of the community because it's where people stop to get parts. They meet their friends. Maybe they're talking about the project they're working on and get ideas or get information from the counter help on how something should be done or if they've ever run into this problem. It's just kind of a hub of knowledge right in every town. Yeah, you know, I've, I've said for years, we're really in the business of solving problems. It just happens we sell parts to go along with that. But that's very true. We have a steady stream of people through here every day. Everybody's got something they need to fix. We dig into it no matter what it is. You can be working on the latest model uh, new pickup out there or equipment. We'll do what we can to get that. And then we have people walking in with stuff that's 50 years old, and we got to figure out, okay, how do we fix this? So, uh, yeah, it's what we do all day long. That is a great comment, the problem solvers. Just don't be afraid to ask if you're in a Napa store because someone there probably has the right answer. Yep, that's right. Yep. Lowell, where are you located in Redwood Falls? We are at uh, 1303 East Bridge Street, so we're, we're on the main drag through town, and we're located close to uh, other large fast food restaurants, both car dealerships in town. We're, we're nearby everybody there. Stop into your local Napa store, pick up the May monthly flyer, There's all kinds of stuff to get your shop stocked up for the spring. And Lowell, thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Yes, thank you. Hello everyone, Chad Weir's Weir's Machine and Racing Products with another tech tip for you. One of our new products is our WM258 Swivel Adapter. It can go on any hood pin mount when you want to offset mount your hood pin from your bay bar. So you can rotate it off to the side and then stand the pin back up. It allows you to put it at any different angles, so it gives you a lot of adjustability with mounting your hood pin off to the side of a bay bar to mount your hood. For more information about all of our products, find us online at weirsmachine.com. Thanks. Why should your business choose Foamcraft Packaging? It's vitally important that you select a partner in the packaging business that has capabilities to satisfy your everyday packaging needs with the versatility to take care of those projects that require specialized treatment. Foamcraft is large 
enough to tackle all your packaging requirements, yet small enough to provide individualized services to ensure quality products. Office positions currently available. See foamcraftpackaging.com or call them at 507-455-2893. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoors. We sell tools to get the job done, and the rest of the store is just plain fun. Chainsaws, mowers, ATVs, our equipment makes your job a breeze. Our service is the best around. We mow the competition down. We fix tools that run on wheels. We even got parts for snowmobiles. You sow it, you grow it, we help you mow it, run it, or ride it. We provide it. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Highway 218 in Blooming Prairie. Does good food get your heart racing? How about food that's prepared to perfection with your favorite sauces and seasonings? Friends, it's me, the Sauce Man, and I'm here to tell you that if you love full-throttle flavor, you're going to love our line of premium barbecue sauces and seasonings. Made with high-quality ingredients, you can trust our products to punch up the flavor of your favorite meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get winning recipes and join our sauce squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember, smart cookies use cookies. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric, offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507-451-1387. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookie Sauces and Seasonings. About the only racetrack in a region racing last weekend was Knoxville Raceway. In the 20-lap 410 wing sprint car A-Main, Brian Brown over Matt Jewell. In the 360 wing sprint car A-Main, Terry McCarl picking up his third win in eight starts. In the 18-lap A-Main over Clint Garner. And in the Pro Series sprint car A-Main, Brandon Worthington over Mike Mayberry. Sunday, June 26th at Kasuth County Speedway in Algona, Iowa, the Nostalgia Dirt Series will be hosting their two-day nationals June 25th and 26th. And on the 26th, they will be honoring today's guest, Marty Pringle and the Gustafson family for their contributions to racing and preserving racing history. Hey, Dirt Show listeners, need some parts for race night? How about that classic project in your shop? Wish there was a specialty auto parts store nearby? Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord is your answer. Radiators, disc brake kits, steering columns, fuel injection systems, air conditioning systems, coil over shocks, and much more. From the street to the track, Hot Rod Hardware has everything to modernize your vehicle and improve its performance. See us at hotrodhardware.com or call 507-527-1020. Hot Rod Hardware. No robots, just real people. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.